On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two giants and put them against each other. Today's episode is going to be Microsoft versus Google to see which is a better investment. So let's get started. So welcome to another episode of Monday Matches. Monday Matches is when I put two companies against each other and pretty much take a look at which one I would like to invest in better. Just because one of them is going to be a winner does not mean that the other is a bad investment. It's just if I had to select one, um, if I had to select one, which would it be? And the way to help me out is I created this point system where I'm going to take a look at both Microsoft and Google and take a look at their market cap growth, the revenue breakdown, the revenue growth, margin growth, cash flow margins, their balance sheet, forward PE and price to sales ratio. And then finally, my thoughts to see which is the one that's gonna be the winner and like i said just because one of them ends up being the winner does not mean that the other is a bad investment and just these types of video even though um you guys might want to invest in both of them i think it's just a good eye opener to understand the financials of both these companies to and just to see where they're at right now and before we go any further guys don't forget to hit the subscribe button the thumbs up and the bell it helps the small channel out so much and i truly truly appreciate all the support also if you guys ever want to get in contact with me the comments is the best place but i'm also very active on twitter and i do have a discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join at the same time i am not charging for anything i am not a professional and all of this is just my opinion nothing is advice and finally, let me know in the comments below what you guys want to see for next Monday matches. So like I mentioned, I do this every single Monday and I've done a lot. My previous one, I think, was Microsoft versus um, I honestly forget what my other ones, but this is probably episode five or episode six in this series. So feel free to take a look at the previous videos. Actually, it was AMD versus NVIDIA. I am a big tech guy, so that was a fun to do. Um, so let me know maybe next time I can do PayPal versus Square right now there has been a lot of talks of Facebook so maybe the Facebook versus the winner of this video or maybe you guys just want to see uh, more clouding based so Fastly versus Datadog would be another great video um, so let me know in the comments which one you guys want to see all right so let's start off with the first point the first point is going to be based on market cap growth and the way I do market cap growth point is I take a look at Alpha. I'm going to take a look at both Alphabet, which is Google and Microsoft. And if you guys are listening to my podcast, I'm pretty sure you guys know the tickers for both of them for Google is G-O-O-G-L or G-O-O-G. Depends which one you want for Microsoft is M-S-F-T. Uh, so now let's take a look at price performance. And I want to take a look at price performance since the past five years. So let's start off with Google. Google, we have taken a look, and at the current price, it has returned 151% to investors. And that's insane, right? Right now, the overall SPY market, let's just take a look at the SPY stock, I think has only returned about, um, has only returned about, I want to say 45% um, in that same time. Yeah, 46%. So Google has returned over about three times as much compared to the overall market. And this is one thing I want to show too, right? A lot of people most likely in 2015 were saying Google is too big. It's already too big. It's not going to grow anymore. Um, it's already a market cap too huge for it to continue to grow. And in just five years, you have more than doubled your money. And I think that's pretty impressive. And it shows that even the big guys can continue to grow if they continue to evolve in the technology and continue to become the forefront. Obviously, if you are no longer evolving, 
evolving as a as a business then i don't think you will end up seeing returns like this now let's take a look at microsoft and microsoft since 2015 has returned over 342 percent to investors in just a matter of, of, of five of five years and again another example of showing yes many people probably believe microsoft was at its peak five years ago and look it has returned such amazing returns to investors close to eight nine times better than the overall market so again if you have any friends or anybody you know that say hey these big guys are not gonna grow anymore they probably reached their limit remember to show them stuff like this and be like hey microsoft which probably many people believed were, were at its peak five years ago has already grown 342 percent in just a matter of five years and as an investor those are crazy returns so obviously both of them have been in the market, but obviously with numerical wise, Microsoft has returned double, uh, over double the value that Google has. So the first point is going to go to um, Microsoft here. So next, what we're gonna take a look at is revenue breakdown. And just to explain to you what, what I'm looking for in revenue breakdown, I wanna make sure that not one specific item is currently making most of the money for for that company because if one of them if if that one product breaks down or goes down it it can be a huge a huge downside for 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 the business so i would rather see a lot of different sectors that that business is in and obviously if those different sectors all make up a good portion of revenue right even let's say that they have for example 10 sectors but one of those 10 sectors make up 90 percent then it's not really broken down pretty well right that's still that one sector still makes up a huge portion of it all right so let's start off with google and google right now in the most recent quarter of 2019 which ended march 31st they made about 36 billion dollars in total revenue and that total revenue is broken down into pretty much four different into five different aspects um number one is google advertising and this is the advertising that goes in their google platform that goes on their youtube and they also have other google properties that might not be big um well known that would go there so that's mainly advertisement business and you can see out of that 30 that's 30 billion out of that 36 so close to 80 percent is made up of one product the second product we would talk about is Google Cloud. Google Cloud makes up about two billion of that three of that thirty-six billion. So close to I want to say close to six percent of total revenue comes from Google Cloud. Google Cloud Cloud is a, a sector I am very bullish on, and I'm very happy to see Google in that sector. Then we have Google Other. So Google Other makes up 3.6 billion out of that 36 so close to 10 percent comes from google other and if you guys want to know what google others are this is pretty much everything that google does that isn't advertising for example their pixel phones their nest cameras their google play store revenues and right here they say their google cloud services but i'm pretty sure that's not included in this anymore because now they have a special section for google cloud the final revenue which is 170 million of that 36 billion which is is pretty much less it's it's easily less than one percent is called other bets and other bets is google owns a lot of small businesses they own for example a drone business they own an automotive uh, a self-driving car business they they own a smart 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 glasses business and they're buying a lot of different businesses to improve just their overall 
overall exposure to the tech market and their their hope is that one of those technologies will eventually take off but again that makes up very minimal to to show that google advertising makes up 80 percent of the total revenue um i already know who's gonna win this one because i already know microsoft's um just on this point microsoft's let's take a look at microsoft and we'll see their 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 revenue broke um breakdown is uh i want to say a little bit more scattered around so revenue the most recent quarter for microsoft was 35 billion dollars Google was 36, so they pretty much make up about the same amount of money. Um, so Microsoft breaks down its revenue into three sectors. The first sector is productivity and business process, which makes up close to $12 billion. Then we have intelligent cloud, which again, makes up close to $12 billion. And then we have more personal computing, which makes up $11 billion. So I, as an investor, find this a little bit stronger because each sector each sector only makes up close to 33% of, of the total revenue. So if one goes down, it's not really going to drag down the whole business. Um, and if we take a look at, at how they even break down the, these three sectors into even bigger sectors. For example, the intelligent cloud deals with Azure and enterprise services. The more personal computing deals with Windows OEM, Windows commercial products. At the Xbox, the Windows Surface, and the productivity deals with all their platforms from LinkedIn, dynamic products, office consumers. So even though I do like, I am very bullish on both Google and Microsoft, and I do think that Google's revenue in the future will start to fade away from advertisement and be stronger in the other platforms. Right now, that's not the case. So for here, the second point I'm actually going to have to give to Microsoft as well. Next, we're going to take a look at revenue growth. And here on revenue growth, I'm going to take a look at, at how their revenue has been growing in the past three years and see which one is growing at a faster rate. Um, so here for this, I'm using this amazing website that I always use. It's lazyfa.com. And let's start off with their income statement. And let's take a look at revenue growth for Google right now. So revenue growth for Google in 2019 was 18.3%. In 2018 was 23.4% and in 2017 was 22.8%. So on average we can see it's growing at least close to 20% revenue growth. And this is pretty crazy, right? This is a business that has a market cap of over $1 trillion and is still growing its revenue at over double digits. And, and, and that to me is pretty impressive. Now let's take a look at Microsoft. So Microsoft in 2019 grew 14%. In 2018, it grew another 14%. And in 2017, it grew 5.9%. In 2018 and 2019, like I said, they're, they're really strong double-digit growth, um, very similar to Google. Um, but obviously here, Google is growing at a faster rate historically in the past three years compared to Microsoft. Microsoft, in average, I want to say would be close to the low teens, where Google is growing in close to the 20% revenue growth. And I do believe one of the biggest reasons Microsoft is growing at these levels is, tense, is thanks to two products, Microsoft Cloud and also the business sector of Microsoft moving to that subscription based for their Microsoft Office and other other Office products, which I think has been a great move in Microsoft's part. So, but here the, the point on revenue growth is going to go to Google. All right, so now that Google has made the board, next let's take a look at margins growth. 
And um, here, maybe not margins growth, I'm, I'm taking a look at two things here. First, I'm going to take a look at the overall margins to see which one has the better margins in profit and gross profit. The second thing I'm also taking a look at here is, is there any uptrend or downtrend happening in the margins? Are, are margins improving throughout, throughout the years or are they remaining flat or have they actually been decreasing? So these are the two things I'm going to be looking here in margins growth. All right. So next, let's take a look at the margins growth for, for Google. And first, let's take a look at gross margins for Google, which was 55.6% for 2019. 56.5 for 2018 and 58.9 for 2017. So there does seem to be a very, very small decrease in gross margins, but it's still Google's keeping up at a high mid 50%, mid 50%. Now, if we take a look at profit margins, profit margins on 2019 were 21.2%. On 2018 was 22.5 percent, and on 17 was 11.4 percent. But we can see in the past two years, on average, it did seem to be in the low 20 percentage. Now let's take a look at Microsoft. Microsoft's gross margins in 2019 were 65.9, and this is higher than than Google's. Google's was 55.6. On 2018 it was 65.2, and then 2017 it was 64.5. So it does seem like it is actually improving a bit. Remember, 17 was 64.5, 18 was 65.2, and 19 was 65.9. So there has been a small increase in gross margins, which is actually pretty, pretty impressive. Now, if we take a look at profit margins, in 2019 was 31.2. In 2018 was 15 percent and in 2017 was 26.4 so very similar to google we're gonna take off the one that was kind of away from both of them and if we take a look at 2019 and 2017 on average the profit margins are close to high 20 percentage which again we saw better profit margins and better gross margins for microsoft than we did for google so here on the points we're going to have to give another point to microsoft on margins growth all right so next what i want to take a look at is their operating cash flow margins and their operating cash flow margins is the cash flow this business these businesses collect half after their total revenue and this is actually before they use any type of money that goes to capex and overall improving their business so i don't really care how much money they're using for their business i want to take a look before then to see how much money they're actually collecting on their everyday activities from their revenue on in for let's take a look at google google's operating cash flow margins in 2019 were 33.6 percent in 2018 was 35.06% and in 2017 was 33.4%. So on average we can see that the operating cash flow for Google is in the low to mid 30%. And this is actually pretty impressive, right? Right now Microsoft is winning, but Google is it's not like Google is a slacker. Google is doing amazing too. Um, it, it is showing great revenue growth, it's showing great margins, it's showing great operating cash flow margins. So so Right now, just because Microsoft is winning does not mean that Google is a slacker. Just Microsoft right now seems to be a, a whole different type of beast. Now let's take a look at Microsoft's operating cash flow margins. And I can already see who's winning here. Operating cash flow margins for Microsoft were 41.4%. For 2018, were 39.7%. And for 2017, it was 40.9. So on average, it is close to 40% uh, 
um, compared to Google's close to mid to low 30%. So here, another point on growth um, on cash flow margins is going to go to Microsoft. I mean, taking a look at this, Microsoft, it, 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 it's a whole different type of monster. And here, most of the stuff I'm doing is pretty much numerical. It's, it's not like I'm trying to pick a side here. I'm just taking a look at the pure numbers and seeing which one is, is doing better um, at the moment. And like I said, Google is not a slacker. It's doing amazing in all of these. But Microsoft is just a whole different type of beast. Um, next list. So right now, Microsoft has four points and Google has one point. Um, there's still three other three other points that can get so in all honesty this can end up as a tie i i don't foresee that happening um actually it all depends on the balance sheet if if the balance sheet goes to google i think it's gonna be a a, a pretty a pretty fun episode all right so now let's take a look at their balance sheet and let's start off with google just how we've been doing so here what i want to take a look at is pretty much who has the most amount of cash and who's not that overly leveraged so i'm taking a look at their most recent earnings so google right now in their most recent earnings reported about 20 billion dollars in cash um see this 20 billion dollars in cash and they also reported about 98 billion dollars in current investment so this company pretty much has about 120 billion dollars in quick cash ready to use now if we take a look at their debt they only have they have no current debt they only have non-current debt which is debt that's not due in any time anytime in the future um that's not due until 12 months in the future i mean so they have some time to pay it and that's only 15 billion dollars so even after google pays off its total debt google still has over a hundred billion dollars in cash ready to use ready to go buy any other business it needs and this is one of my favorite balance sheets i, I take a look at over probably want to say a month easily over 30 to 40 balance sheets and google always is one of my favorite to take a look at now if we take a look at microsoft microsoft's balance sheet um, I, I'm, I'm expecting something very similar in, in strength. So if we take a look at their most recent earnings, cash and cash equivalents for Microsoft is $130, $138 billion. And that's that's pretty impressive, right? They have they both these companies have a lot and a lot of quick cash ready to use. But if we take a look at their liability distribution, they have about $4 billion in current debt. And about 70 billion in non-current debt. So if we add that up and subtract it to the cash and cash equivalents, Microsoft only has about I want to say a little bit, a little bit over 60 billion dollars in cash. Again, this is another strong, strong balance sheet. But for the balance sheet here, I'm going to have to give it to Google because they have a lot of more quick cash available to them, and that can they can go and buy a lot more companies than Microsoft so now this one has turned tricky because i kind of know already which one is going to be valued um the valuation uh man this is ah you guys are gonna hate me by the end of this episode um but next let's take i want to take a look at valuation so when i take a look at valuation i, I go to seekingalpha.com and let's just do that right now and here i take a look at their forward pe ratio and their forward price to sales ratio depending on what type of state the business is in, the company is in 
So both Microsoft and Alpha and, and Google are, are, are already companies that have already made a name for themselves. They're already money growing companies. They're, they're ones that are just creating a lot of cash. They have great balance sheets. They're making great earnings. So for here, I honestly prefer to look at a forward PE ratio. If they're more like growth, very strong growth companies with, with almost no, no, no or a positive earnings at the moment and they're just growing at crazy levels and are just brand new, I tend to look at forward price to sales ratio. So now Google's forward PE ratio for 2021 is 24.8. Um, 24.8 is, is pretty cheap. Um, in, in my, not pretty cheap, but it's, it's, it's not bad in my opinion, right? Right now, I am constantly buying Google, especially right now with the whole Facebook and Google going down. I actually picked up some shares of Google today. Um, and I believe 24.8, especially with everything Google is doing, which I'm going to talk about in my thoughts later on. I, I, I just believe they, they, um, it's worth the, the forward PE ratio of 24.8. Again, these are just my thoughts and not advice. I'm not a professional. Next, if we take a look at Microsoft's forward PE ratio, forward PE ratio for 2021 for Microsoft is 31.53. So obviously, so right now, Microsoft is more expensive than Google. So the point here, I'm going to have to give to Google. So this turned around pretty quick and Google now has three points and Microsoft has four points. But let me let's talk about why that valuation matters. And, and I think this is important for, for other investors to know. So, yes, Google is more ex, um, Microsoft is more expensive than Google. And it's rightfully so more expensive than Google, because, look, for, for Microsoft, you have a better revenue breakdown. You have better margins growth for, for Microsoft. You have a whole way you have a way better cash flow margins than Google. And when we take a look at both balance sheets are pretty strong, just Google's was a little bit stronger. So it is 100 percent understandable why Microsoft is more expensive than Google. But still, right now, just based on valuation, Google is a bit cheaper. Um, but if you take a look at the overall of things, it is rightfully so um, for an investor to value Microsoft a bit more expensive than they do Google. Again, just my thoughts and my opinions. And now we're going to get to 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 the last point. And you guys are going to probably hate me for this one. Um, Microsoft and Google. Um, so the last points is my thoughts. And it's pretty much just my opinions on, on the companies. Both of them, both Microsoft and Google, are in very strong sectors that I'm very bullish on. First, they're in sectors that have to deal with cloud. Microsoft has, a, I think it's the number two, if we take a look at top cloud um, providers, um, I'm pretty sure we're of 2020, let's just take a look. So if we take a look at the biggest cloud market businesses, Amazon is the biggest right now. The second in charge is Microsoft, and the third behind is Google. So Google is still is about 10 points behind. Amazon is just a monster right now, owning 33% of the market. Microsoft owns 18. Google owns 8%. So Microsoft is, is very big compared to Google Cloud, but both of them are in the clouding market, which I'm very happy. Both of them are actually also in the esports world or just in the gaming world. We have Microsoft right now is dealing, has the Xbox platform, but I do think Google is in a better state right now in the whole esports. And that's a market I find very interesting and one that I value a lot. Google has two, two very strong 
platforms for its gaming world. The first is Google Stadia, which is cloud gaming. And it's one thing, um, cloud gaming is something that I feel is going to change the whole way the gaming industry works in the future. Microsoft has something like this with Xbox Play, but I do believe that Google Stadia is, is a whole different game changer. The second thing that Google has is YouTube gaming. So YouTube gaming, you can use as a streaming platform to to stream your games. And YouTube is, even though Twitch, Amazon is a monster there, Google is, is, is a nice second place. Microsoft just closed down their streaming platform and is actually working in partners with Facebook gaming, which I think is pretty cool, but just, I, I, I don't think they can fight off YouTube and YouTube gaming. So I am very bullish in that. And just the overall acquisitions that Google does, I do believe Microsoft, one thing I do like about Microsoft is they're very focused on their products and the type of industry that they're in. And they just try to make those products stronger and stronger, um, stronger and stronger in in the overall business world. Where Google, I feel is more of like a technology type improvement where they take, where they try to put, put their money and hands in different in different markets and just try to be the front runners of those technology. Um, so here, honestly, at, at first, I thought I was going to give it to, to Google at this point on my thoughts. Um, but now that I'm thinking about it, I do think both of them actually deserve this point on, on my thoughts on where the business is going to grow. Uh, man, let me let me just give another quick thought. Well, I, I do like Google right now. I, I like Google right now based on its price, but that price is already given in that Ford PE to price to sales ratio. So there's no real reason for me to give it to Google based on that. Um, so here, my thoughts, this one's actually going to be, it surprised me. I thought I was going to end up with a tie. I'm going to give my thoughts to both of them. I think both of them are actually great companies to invest in. I, um, for me, uh, like I said, it, it, my investment style might be different from others, and this is not advice. But for me, both of them seem like very strong, strong styles. Um, so here, I'm going to give both points to to Microsoft. So the winner for this one is going to be Microsoft, the five to four here. Um, but Google, right now, based on the current price, I am personally buying more Google than I am Microsoft. Microsoft is already a big portion of my portfolio. That might also be deterring me from buying more Microsoft. But at the current prices, I am buying Google. So that's it for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I had plenty of fun. And, and that was actually, for me, even I, I didn't know where it was going to end. I did think it was going to end up as a tie, but both these companies are amazing. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you guys think. And remember, let me know in the comments below. And in the comments, actually, guys, let me know, disagree with me of where you think, where you would have given the points. Remember, this is just my opinion. And I want to hear your guys' opinion. So maybe let me know how you would have broken down this 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 point setup maybe you guys might have not given that final points to both maybe you might have just given it to microsoft or maybe you might have given it to just google and end up with a tie so take care guys have a good night and see you next time